Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Polaris, and everybody buckle up because we have a special guest, none other than starting quarterback Brock Purdy. Brock, thank you so much for stopping by. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. So you have been playing lights out these first five games of the season. You're breaking franchise and league records all across the board. You've got your teammates praising you for your consistency and your focus. What people forget is that you are a normal everyday person too. What does life look like outside of this facility for a franchise QB? Yeah, um, pretty simple. You know, I don't do too much or, or trying to act or be like somebody that I'm not. So um, for me, you know, um, you know, I'm getting married in the off season. So my fiance and I, Jenna, are you know, doing all the wedding planning stuff and, <laughs> and just hanging out. Um, I got obviously I'm rooming with uh, Nick Zakel, offensive lineman. So we all just hang out, have a good time. And, um, you know, we like to go to the beach and stuff on off days and go check out new restaurants and stuff around here in the Bay. So, um, yeah, pretty just normal everyday stuff. You mentioned that you live with a roommate that recently caught some headlines. Can you talk a little bit about the dynamic that you have between you and Nick? Is it kind of the normal thing you'd expect from someone in their early 20s living with a roommate? Yeah, um, it's pretty it's pretty chill. You know, for him and I, we got real close last year once we got here. And, um, you know, during, like, the off season and stuff, we would just go see new places and stuff together. And um, so then once Jenna got out here and I just, like, sort of knew where to go because Nick and I had been to, like, the beach and, and San Francisco and all these places and stuff. So we, got, we get along great. And, um, you know, obviously he plays offensive line, so – um everywhere we go like I'm always you know just trying to like treat him make sure like I'm paying for his food or whatever and <laughs> hanging out um but uh yeah overall man like we we click real well and and uh he's been great to have and go home talk about football talk about life and stuff so we get along great but um yeah he's he's gonna be in my wedding as well so he's uh he's awesome so very close very quickly do you guys divvy up the house chores how does that work yeah, a little bit. You know, we uh, sort of switched it up. Hey, you got dishes, or hey, <laughs> you take out the trash. So uh, we got little things like that. But we like to keep, you know, our house clean and everything. That's a good thing. So, um, and other than that, we're, you know, we're watching film, watching, you know, whatever NFL games on during the week and, um, you know, ordering food, hanging out. Like we, we just have a good time. So, um, yeah, it's fun. You mentioned exploring the Bay Area. Have you had a favorite outing with Nick or Jenna around these parts? um man there's been a lot of good places you know we've been to but uh you know we really do like just like the beaches in general you know half moon bay santa cruz 
uh, just going and seeing, you know, the cliffs and, and just being on the sand and chilling out, reading books, you know, um, watching some sunsets and stuff like that with Jenna, at least. <laughs> so I figured, yeah, I figured. Yeah. So it's been good. You talk about living with a teammate. Is it difficult to separate that line of when work stops, 49ers football, and then just being able to hang out and just, you know, be with a friend? Yeah. Um, you know, we all, we're at the facility all day, you know, working, obviously, like, on our bodies, making sure we're healthy and stuff, and then mentally and practice and all that stuff. And then so being able to go home and, and you know, put on a movie together or whatever and just hang out and talk and or go outside. We got, you know, cornhole and we got a grill. So, like, we just, you know, do things like that. Just, you know, bros, really, you know, talking and hanging out almost as if, like, we're, you know, still in college. But, <laughs> um, you know, obviously on another level we got a job or trying to, you know, produce and do good in football. So, um, yeah, that's just the life we live. You've always had a ton of responsibility on your plate, just being a four-year starter at Iowa State and now being the franchise quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. How has that responsibility shaped you? Yeah, um, I mean, I just, you know, got to have a schedule, find a routine, um, and just go about my week. You know, for me, it's, uh, you know, obviously simple on the off days and stuff, but, you know, during the week, you know, I have a schedule and, you know, wake up at this time and I got to study here, study here, and then go home, get this little time off to regroup, but then, you know, study more and, before I go to bed, read, just all those little things, you know, it helps, you know, keep me grounded, keep me going, understand my purpose and my mission in life, um, and still have that love and joy, you know, to play the sport of football. So um, I'm a big routine guy. You know, I like to know what my schedule consists of and, and, uh, and go from there. As far as the game day routine, is there any part of that where Nick and you overlap, just being roommates? How involved are you in each other's game prep? Um, honestly, that is a little more separate, you know, like he does his thing. I do mine. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, in terms of like throughout the week and stuff, we'll talk about, you know, the defense and stuff that we're going against. So we do help each other out. But, um, you know, when it comes to the game day itself, you know, we're on our own schedule and everything and we prep a little differently. But, um, you know, throughout the week, we do talk about who we're playing and what they're seeing or what he's seeing, what I'm seeing and stuff. So that's cool being at home, being able to talk about that. So. Another big part of your game day experience involves your family. You are very vocal about just how that's a big part of your life. How many of your games does your family go to? I saw recently in a news article that they actually close up shop of the family business in order to try and make it to as many games as possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the conference that we play in, um, you know, my family lives in Arizona, so they're able to catch, you know, a couple, um, you know, road games, and then they try to come to as many home games as possible. But yeah, on Sundays for them, it's, you know, they close up shop and, uh, you know, walk, go to church and then watch the game and, uh, you know, cheer us on and stuff. So and then they're obviously traveling out and, and being here um, to as many games as possible. But, you know, they're huge for me, you know, in terms of just the support, the love. They love me for who I am, not you know just because I play quarterback for the 49ers. Like they love, you know, their son, their brother. And and um, man, am I blessed to have them. And, you know, everything that I do is for God and you know for my family. So love them so much. Is there a parent that handles all the coordination of the travel and the scheduling? Oh, yeah, my mom's not even close. <laughs> Does yeah. she have to kind of divvy up between whether she's going to Nebraska and, or coming here and just scheduling all that out for you guys? Oh, yeah, it's, you know, we talk about it in the off season. We talk about it, you know, almost every day. Just, all right, we're going to go see Chubba in Nebraska here and play this, and then the next day we're going to fly out and be at your game and stay a couple days and then, go home for a little bit, see family, friends, and we're going to go back. And, you know, so it's a lot of planning and traveling and stuff. But, man, they've earned it. You know, they've sacrificed so much for us growing up and stuff. So to have, 
you know, myself being here in the NFL and then my brother in college football and being able to watch their sons play football, it's a blessing, and they're, they're living the dream. Is there a post-game ritual that you have? I've seen you, after a couple games, go up to the family and greet them. Is that something you make sure to do after every game? Uh, I did that, you know, last year when I first started playing and stuff. It was just a special moment for, you know, the story and, and coming into the NFL and then getting my opportunity. So, um, yeah, after every game, I'd run over to them at the railing and, you know, just love on them and everything and appreciate, you know, them being there. Um, you know, now it's, you know, we're in, we're in my second year and just trying to win and, and go about our business in a humble way. And then, um, you know, after the game, obviously, they're right there at the tunnel, being able to see them and love on them and then get dinner after and stuff. So they're always they're, they're there, and I love it. Your mom mentioned in an interview that that post-game dinner is kind of a tradition at this point and that if you win, that means the family gets to go out together. How crazy is it that you haven't lost a home game here at Levi Stadium yet? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a blessing, you know, just taking it one day at a time, one game at a time. Um, you know, we're just trying to enjoy the little things, the, the present, and, um, yeah, being able to win a game and then after, you know, have our family and friends go out and celebrate together. Um, and just you know, show love to one another and um, share stories and stuff. It's it's been a great time. It's been a great year, and um, you know, obviously we're doing our. Be I'm doing my best, you know, for the, for this team and for my family to just take it one day at a time and win or lose. I'm gonna love on them. Nothing's gonna change. So, you've become a local. I mean, more than a local celebrity, a national celebrity over the course of last season to now. Is there a, any point in time where you don't get recognized when you go out to dinner with family? What is that like? Yeah, I mean, there's times, you know, we'll have to either get, like, a private room or something. Um, and if not, we'll go to, like, a low-key place, and I you know, just try to wear a hat and get in <laughs> and out. And, um, you know, we've had multiple times where we've gone out and I've actually, you know, gotten out without anybody recognizing me. But even if someone does, and there's been plenty of times that there has, um, it's totally fine. You know, we love talking to fans and, and people that come up and are huge Niner supporters or, or just fans of the story, you know, that I've had and that I've lived out. Um, just, you know, loving on them, you know, just talking and spending time with them. So um, it's been fun. Is there one particular fan experience that sticks out in your mind where it, it kind of hit you like, okay, I'm the starting quarterback of the 49ers? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's been a couple, but, you know, like Jenna and I, you know, when we go to the beach or something, you know, sort of far away, we think, <laughs> we think all right, since we're out of, you know, the area, like more inland, um, we may not, you know, get recognized, but then there's still people, you know, out there like, wait, aren't you rocking? I'm like, yeah. And so, yeah, like, pop the sunglasses yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's all good. It's been, it's been nothing but great memories for, for all of us. There's been a lot of talk about you just being so poised cool, calm, collected in the huddle during games. I'm curious to know if that applies to every avenue of your life. And were you nervous when you finally proposed to Jenna? Yeah, um, man, just playing football, you know, my whole life, just preparing for big games, whether that was in high school and college and then the NFL, um, you know, there, yeah, there's nerve and stuff, but it's almost like, yeah, I've done this. You know, I, I've, I've had experience with this. So once you start playing, you're fine. But uh, once I proposed to Jenna, it was like, man, I've never experienced something like this before, getting on the knee to ask this woman to marry me and be with me for the rest of my life. Like, it was on another level. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I was ready for it, but, man, I, <laughs> I remember just getting on a knee. My lips were quivering, and I wanted to say all the right things. And, you know, at first she didn't believe me. She's like, stop joking around. I'm like, no, seriously, this like this time I'm doing it's for real. Because I always joked around and would get on a knee somewhere and uh, act like I'm proposing. Oh, you're one mad. of those yeah. guys. Oh, were yeah. you tying your shoe? Oh, oh yeah, all oh, that kind of no. stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> so when I finally did it, she was walking away. She's like, stop, we're going to be late for this. And I'm like, no, I'm like, we're not going to any event. Like, this is it. This is the event. And um, so, yeah, I, I did it. And, man, it's it's been awesome pl- uh, planning the wedding and stuff. And, the, yeah, she's, I love her. So Was that something that you practiced a million times in the mirror at home just when you've got some extra time? Yeah, it was the off season, so I had time to just – you know, think things through and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I was like, all right, just be yourself all day. You know, we went to the beach and then we went to this lake house later that night. And, um, yeah, I was just trying to plan it through. And I, all, all the weeks before that, I'm in the mirror, like, like what is she going to see when I get on a knee? Like, how is it going to look when I say, will you marry me? <laughs> so I definitely yeah went over it a couple of times, but it was great. Not quite the same experience as an NFL game, right? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, like, more nerve-wracking for sure. So. so fast forward a few months, you mentioned you are now in the planning process of the wedding. How involved are you? Yeah, um, you know, man, Jenna's <laughs> – she's done a great job just because she knows I'm doing football and everything right now and stuff. So when I come home, she's like, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking for this, uh, a band or a DJ or something like that. And so – like little things like that, and she'll run it by me, and then I'll tell her what I'm thinking, and then she's like, okay, and then we both make a decision on it, but um, she's done a great job with just aligning things and the list of, you know, people coming and and all of it, the little things of where it's going to be and the schedule. Like, she's done a great job with it, so. Shout out to Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Has there been anything that you've had a strong opinion on that you didn't anticipate caring about at all? Man, um... I think uh, she was, like, talking about just, like, the theme of the wedding. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I want it to be, like, I want it to be timeless. I'm like, what does timeless mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, okay, great, let's go for it. So um, it means a lot to her, so I care. Yeah, no, and that's a great theme. Uh, Any advice to people currently wedding planning, to the grooms out there that you would offer? Yeah, um, honestly, yeah, I wouldn't act like, you know, okay, yeah, whatever you want, like, I feel like, you know, showing that you care, you know, it's a big deal, you know, you two coming together to become one and, and uh, for forever, you know, and it's a big deal to her to know that you're interested and that, you know, you're willing to make decisions too along the way. So, um, yeah, that'd be my advice. So timeless is the theme of the wedding. What are the colors? Um, oh, I'm we have, yeah, we <laughs> haven't made it official or anything, but she loves just like the simple black and white with like some brown, in there and stuff so uh yeah it'll, it'll be in the off season a little bit more cold in iowa at the time so that's the vibe we're going with i like that so brock this is your first time on the podcast we have a fan submitted question portion so some of our viewers and our listeners have sent stuff stuff in have vetted them but there's some good ones in here so i'm gonna throw them your way awesome all right so alex from sacramento wants to know what is the most embarrassing tv show or series that you'll admit to watching oh man um, I don't know about in a while, but I would say like in college, I was on like the bachelor and the bachelorette grind, you know, we'd get, we'd study, we'd have a big study group and we'd all watch like the bachelor, the bachelorette, whatever it was on at the time. But, uh, yeah, looking back on it now, it's like, come on, dude. So. <laughs> it's an honest answer. I like that. There are podcasts dedicated to that. I don't know how involved you got with the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not too involved now, but not at the now. time, yeah, pretty embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jenny from Forestville, how do you calm down any pregame jitters that you may have? Man, um, honestly, I think music sometimes, like, gets me so cranked up, you know, like, okay, like, this is a hype song or whatever. So I actually, like, sort of just like to 
get away sometimes, get out of the locker room, and whether it's on my walk before I stretch or anything like that, sort of just being in some quiet and just hearing, you know, people talking or um, just noises and stuff, I, I like to sort of sink back into, all right, I'm just human. You know, I'm not in this place, I'm in a realm or anything like that. Like, I'm just human, going to go play a game, and, and that sort of reminds me to keep things simple and just play football. Has there been a noticeable difference in jitters from year one to year two? A drop-off, perhaps? Um, I've, yeah, I'd say so. Just when I first started playing, it was like, okay, you know, how do I feel before a game? How, how should I feel? Should I be nervous? Should I not? And then I play, and it's just football. And so now in my second year, it's like, you know, all right, I know how to get get rid of the fluff and all the stuff that shouldn't be in my mind and, and how to keep things simple. So. Next one is from Jimmy from San Diego. What is the worst weather conditions you've ever played in? This can include college. Man, yeah. Um, I would say my freshman year in college, um, our first game of the year got canceled because of lightning. So we scheduled a smaller division school called Drake in Iowa. And, um, you know, we were doing really well, too. And um, so we played Drake at the end of the year in, in Iowa at home. And it was raining snowing sleeting it was muddy on the ground All of the things. i couldn't throw a football <laughs> like the ball was like a rock and it was muddy like sliding everywhere it was a horrible uh weather game but um we barely got through we barely beat drake but that was probably the lots worst of game. handoffs i'm sure oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it was crazy brie from redwood city you've been well documented saying that you've always wanted to be an nfl quarterback what first got you interested in football man um I would say I think I was like, you know, six or seven years old watching the Florida Gators um, at the time with Tim Tebow. Like they were really good. And um, man, I would sit on the coffee table and just watch and be so fascinated with the hype of the game, the environment. I wanted to, you know, play in an environment like that. So I think watching the Gators when I was young definitely sort of got me going on the football trend. When did the Dan Marino fanship start? Yeah, as I started playing football, my dad, you know, he grew up watching Dan Marino and stuff. So when he was teaching me to throw a football, he's like, man, he's like Dan Marino had a quick release. You got to throw it like this and this. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, all right, what number was Dan Marino? And he's like, 13. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be 13. So, like, that was, like, when it sort of started, when I started throwing, and my dad was teaching me to throw. So, Haley from Santa Clara, you have a baseball player, softball player, and including yourself, two football players in the family who can throw a ball fastest and – the longest um probably my brother i'll give it to my brother he's he's got a you know he's taller than me he's faster stronger arm can throw farther and harder so definitely my brother um growing up it was actually my sister you know she Props. she was older than us and so she grew faster than us and earlier and um so anytime we had like we were at the park throwing the football around or anything my sister would just like air it out and we'd be all embarrassed but uh now it's probably my brother actually yeah do you credit any of your competitiveness to those two siblings you've got, just all oh, yeah. athletes? Oh, yeah, 100%. We were always competing in just everything, um, you know, ping pong, pool, like little games like that. Um, and then obviously, you know, we'd get grow, grow up, and my brother and I were uh, on the same high school team, so he was always pushing me and showing me, all right, I'm younger than you, I could throw it farther than you, so like <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, And then my sister, too, you know, whatever we were doing around the house competing, she was always there beating up on us, so. I like that. Final one. Patricia from Los Angeles wants to know, what are your favorite social accounts to follow? My favorite social accounts? Um, one of my favorites is actually, I think it's called Green River Fly Fishing or something. But uh, 
I don't know why every once in a while I sort of, you know, everything's football related and people in my life, which is great and I love, but every once in a while just seeing some nature, you know, come up on my feet and see a guy fly fishing in a river in the middle of some mountains. I'm like, ah, uh, it's just so refreshing. So. You've mentioned you like fishing. Are you a fly fisherman as well? I fly fish a couple of times. I wouldn't say I'm a master or anything, but I'd love to get after it one day. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Well, thank you so much for your time, Brock. I know you're a busy guy, so I know people are going to really enjoy hearing a little bit about your life on the field and faithful. Remember, if you want to be featured on our next episode, submit your questions to 49ers.com slash mailbag and make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can be the first to subscribe to our latest episodes. Thanks so much. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.